Hello and welcome to the podcast series, Executive Women of Command and the Commanders. Your host, EWOC President, Dr. Tanja Coleman, is excited to bring you a weekly five-minute podcast, providing lessons, wisdom, and leadership development strategies that will help you elevate both your professional and personal life. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, Commanders. Our next three episodes will specifically be on development. I know this is a topic and an area that is so critical and so important to most of my listeners. This is something I hear all of the time as I'm coaching my clients and as I'm talking in general with friends and associates and colleagues. The art of development is truly an art, but who truly owns your development? Who is responsible for ensuring that you know the correct steps in your role, that you know what to do when, that you understand organizational politics and structure? Who's accountable for these critical, critical issues that can impede your career, can either help you develop and push you forward, or it can definitely hold you back and be a career derailleur. So I want to start off with quote that I tell folks all of the time. I often tell people that you are in charge of your own development. You own your development. And I do believe that is 100% true. However, there are other stakeholders depending upon where you are in your career and what your role is. If you're an entrepreneur, you only have yourself to rely on. So you have to go out and seek development, seek information, whether it's through the Women's Business Development Center or the Small Business Association or understanding what venture capitalism is, how to obtain that, how to put together your business plan. You are independently in charge of figuring out all of those different arms to get those things done. Conversely, if you are an employee, There's this idea of a split responsibility. Overarchingly, development, once again, is your responsibility. However, your leader, your manager, the organization has some accountability in ensuring that you're set up for success, that your onboarding help answer a lot of questions at the beginning of your tenure that will help you have a smooth transition and be able to do your job more effectively quicker. Also having a development budget for team members so that every year you have some funds set aside for team member development, whether that's attending a conference, going to a training, dollars for certification, dollars for continuing education units. If you already have a certification that you need to renew on an annual basis. So it's important to understand where you are in that spectrum but also understand what support you have. Let's particularly talk about the corporate or organizational side. And this can go for nonprofits as well. Anything outside of being an entrepreneur. So you have to understand that if you are in a situation where you're working for an organization, you have a leader, you can gauge pretty quickly if your leader is a proponent of development or not, or if your organization is. From that, you can determine what you need to do for yourself and what moves you need to make. If there is a certification that you feel is important that you have for your repertoire 
for your toolbox and the organization isn't willing to invest in that certification for you, but you know it will catapult your career forward either within that organization or outside of that organization, you owe it to yourself to make sure you figure out a way and put funds aside to afford to go through that certification to get that credential. Conversely, if you're part of an organization that is a development organization focused on development, then you know once you put together your business plan for why you want that certification, what's the return on investment for your team and the organization, you can feel pretty confident that it might be approved. With that, you know how you need to move forward. But early on, you can determine this. In my career, I've often worked with people who really sat back and said, I need development. When they weren't performing well in their job, they would simply say, I need development. And to me, that is completely giving your power to someone else. That's saying, I am no longer empowered to help myself. I'm completely reliant on an external force or someone else to do this for me. Or you can look at it as, I'm not going to do anything for myself because I get to use this as a scapegoat excuse to not perform well. And although it might be warranted that the organization should be developing you, should be telling you these things, should be giving you this information, when you see it's not happening, then you have to figure out a way to cut corners and get the information you need so that you can be effective. You're not always going to have leaders that have your best interest at heart, that want to spend time and develop you, or that even care. It's not going to happen every time. Just because someone is put in a hierarchical position with a particular title doesn't mean that they embody all of the leadership characteristics that one might expect, hope, and wish for. With that in mind, you have to act once again accordingly, and you have to make sure that you are equipping yourself for what you need. So if you ever hear anyone saying, I need development, the question is, what are you doing to develop yourself? Thank you for being with us today. If you enjoyed this content, tune in next week as Dr. Tanja Coleman continues to discuss best strategies on taking command of our lives on this podcast series, Executive Women of Command and the Commanders.